Welcome to Ladies Who Launch, not your average business podcast. Dropping every other Wednesday, Alyssa and Dakota are two successful and opinionated marketing entrepreneurs engaging in insightful conversations with industry thought leaders, as well as casual conversations surrounding our lives as entrepreneurs. Welcome to another episode of Ladies Who Launch. Today, Alyssa and I are not okay. We are not okay. So it is Sunday, June 26th. And on Friday, June 24th, we learned that Roe versus Wade was overturned in the United States. And I got to say, being powerless over here in Canada to help our sisters in the United States is pretty fucking depressing. Yeah, it's been a very difficult few days. So, yeah, we just want to talk about, like, we're in total disbelief and shock that this is even happening. It's been an interesting, I mean, I think this this Roe versus Wade decision has been probably, if you look at the sort of dismantling of the United States as a culture and a in a country over the past probably 20 years. This is this has always been, I think, the end goal of what um, Republicans and, and sort of the right-wing Christian evangelical whatever they are down there um, <laughs> have wanted to happen. And I mean, they they have set it up in the fact of like getting the the just the getting the justices they needed on the court in order to get the votes to turn this over. And it's, they've been playing the long game. And on some level, I do have to give them credit because like that's, yeah. they've been playing, they've been playing the long game for 20 years. And I think this is where we as progressives never really do a good job is we're, we're always in the moment and we're never sort of thinking of the long game of how these things work. And so we, we've been played, we've been outplayed. And yeah. now um, human rights are on the table, on the table, and off the table, even. Yeah, and so yeah, off the table. I think what we want to talk about today. I mean, that we were having this discussion before we started recording, and the fact of that this this decision came down on Friday, and how we were all in such a very weird space because even though we're in, so we're in Canada, so obviously there's there's a disconnect there on some level as well, but it was very interesting and, and almost off-putting to me how everyone that I dealt with in a business perspective on Friday, so not I'm not talking personal, but clients, business relationships, all of that, um, never indicated anything had just taken place. It was like, it was like business as usual, n- nothing was said, and we were all supposed to just attend meetings or, or, or calls or whatever, without any, like without any conversation about the massive, massive emotional, um, damage and, uh, that, that we were all undergoing. So I think there's a conversation around the, uh, the sensitivity and how companies need to do better. Like I was, I was really hoping that with any of my clients, especially because I, I, I deal with a few clients in the, the nonprofit social space, I was just like, how is there not emails going out about this to your staff? Or how are you not sort of saying like, you know what, maybe we just, everybody needs to 
to, to take a break today or take a step back. If you need to talk to someone, hear some people. It was just a very strange, like, because when you're, when you're on your social feeds and you're in your personal networks, that's all anyone was talking about as they should. So I think businesses need to do better. Um, um, employers need to do better. Bosses, if you're a, a manager, if you're an executive, you need to allow your staff to talk about this and you need to even acknowledge it's taking place and that all of your staff are will not be okay. And so I found that really troubling and really disappointing. But just on a personal level, like I just, it's been disappointing to see some of the reactions of some people and the fact, especially men or whatever, like do bro men, let's be honest <laughs> with like, Oh, like what's the big deal. And like, Oh, well, it's like, yeah, there's a bit of, I've noticed a few red flags yeah. around people that in my network that Same. I probably was a little surprised at. Yeah. Well, I just want to be clear about something um, for anyone listening who isn't too concerned or thinks that this isn't affecting Canadian women and people who identify as female. Um, just because this is happening in the United States right now doesn't mean that it couldn't have an impact on us. And the scary thing, the scariest thing about this is it truly is an attack on women. After 40 plus years, we have gone back to the 1950s. We have regressed. And what scares me the most, honestly, is what, what, what's going to come next. All the work we've done. All the work. And I mean, I can't imagine. I mean, there's two, there's two generations that I am sort of looking to with complete and utter despondency right now is the the generations of our mothers and grandmothers who fought for this and um and 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 did the work to get to this place where women have equality uh, or autonomy over their bodily decisions and then the other generation is the ones below us who now will live without live their whole lives without that like we've never had to live our lives without having um, bodily autonomy. And these little girls coming up now are going to live in a nation or many nations yeah. without being able to have full control of their own body. And I think when you said that this, where did, like, this isn't the end, it's not. And I think that was clear in the decision when it was released, when um, Justice Clarence Thomas, and when he wrote the, the, whatever they call it, the, 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 the report, <laughs> I don't know what it's called, yeah. um, that they're coming after contraception next. Yeah. So not only do they not want you to have abortion, they are, they will prevent you from actually preventing getting pregnant in the first place. Yeah. And they're coming after uh, gay marriage. Yep. And they're coming after gay sex. Yep. So this is not over by any stretch. So if you're if you're a, a man or a gay man or a young person or in any situation and think that this doesn't affect you because oh you're not a woman, oh they're coming for you too. Yeah. Yeah, and it's time to get really mad yeah. and to to do something. So what can you do if you're over here in Canada and 
shit hasn't hit the fan here yet. Well, the first thing you can do is you can be very cognizant of who you're voting for. Um, look at your MPs, look at your MLAs, even go so far as to contact them and see where they stand and challenge where they stand. Mm -hmm. That's one massive thing that you can do here in Canada. The other thing Alyssa and I want to point out is you can be an ally. If you're comfortable and you have the privilege and resources to do so, offer up space, um, accommodation for women who need to come here now. I can't even believe I'm saying, like, I'm going to start crying. For women who need to come here to get an abortion. I know. And I think yeah, it's, we're both sitting here and it's hard to come up with words about this, but the our federal government has come out publicly and indicated that any American um, woman or, or person who identifies as a woman um, or identifies as a man or a, or a trans man um, needs to come here for uh, healthcare reasons that they will be uh, allowed into the country, no questions asked, and they will be um, given access to those uh, services. So, I mean, that's massive in the fact that you do not require um, any sort of um, reason to be uh, coming over the border. Uh, you will be allowed access. Yeah. But when you're here, um, or if you need to get here, uh, there are abortion funds that are being set up throughout the the United States right now that anyone can donate to, including Canadians or wherever you are in the world, uh, you could donate money uh, to those funds that will help uh, uh, women and um, trans men and whomever um, receive the, the access they need, whether it's in their own country, just getting to another state or whether it's money to fund the abortion itself or whatever. Um, Those are really important and you can find, we'll, we'll have a list of resources on our, on our show notes, but you can also um, look all this up online. Um, but right now, our job is to support and to make a very concerted effort that this does not happen here. Uh, yeah. We cannot be, this is not a time to be complacent and to be smug in the fact that, like, oh, we have. Um, we have access, we have national health care, this is not an issue here, because we know that over 80 conservative federal uh, MPs have are anti-choice. We know that. They voted on that. And this gets back to knowing uh, who, who you're voting for, what they stand for. We, we have the same election issues. We have the same sort of right-wing evangelical uh, narratives that are coming um, up from the United States into Canada. I mean, look at how many Trumpers we have up here. It's already started, right? Like... That whole thing is already here. Um, But I will say too, we, like, I have no problem. I mean, I live in Canada, so I have no problem saying that I will aid and abet anybody wanting an abortion here in Canada. 100%. I will help them in whatever capacity to do that. Alyssa Um, and I both have um, capacity and privilege to offer up accommodation to anybody who needs to come stay to get a procedure done. We can drive you. We can, um, I know on TikTok, they're calling it camping. So, I mean, and I get it because you, you yeah. can't, like, if you need something, if you need to go camping and you want to come see Banff and you want to come hang yeah. out in Calgary. Come for a hike. Come for a hike. We are here. We'll make We're breakfast. Here to, here to be your tour guides. Um, but a little bit of advice, too, for the women that, and the people, I should say people in America, um, that you, you need to do now because they're, 
there, you need to take care of yourself now. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that everyone is talking about is, is make sure that you delete your period tracker apps. And I know we all use them. Mm-hmm. And there's various different kinds. I use uh, P-Tracker. And I use Flow. And there's, I think there's Clue. There's a few of them. Um, and the reason is, and the reason why they're telling people to delete those period tracking apps is they're tracking you and they're tracking your data. And those period tracking apps um, are selling your data to third parties. So that means that your data, when you're tracking uh, your periods or when you've had sex or when you're you're fertile, even if you're tracking to have a baby, yeah. when you're fertile and tracking all of that, um, they will sell that. And of course, you've got to remember, America has a private healthcare system. They can sell that to your insurance company. They can sell that to your um, local like hospitals and clinics and all those sorts of things. So if you suddenly um, are, are tracking that you didn't get a period or any of those yeah. sorts of things and you go seek help, they can look up all of that. So that's one thing that's the easiest thing to do. And what, what people are saying to do instead of is use your Google calendar and just use a, a star or some sort of emoticon, um, for your, like when you get your period yeah. so that there's no connection, um, yeah, or even your, just use a paper calendar at this point, ladies. Yeah. Use, go old school pen yeah. and paper. Like that's where we're at. It's, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. And the other terrifying thing is you can't, do not search online. Do not use no. your laptop to search out where you can get an abortion. Um, don't, don't even, don't even type abortion into your search engine. Even if you're on uh, incognito mode, it doesn't map, doesn't help. So go to the library, go to any other sort of networked computer to, to look these. And this sounds like super weirdly conspiracy theory, but this is legit. Like we're like, I saw one, one, um, article that came out or saw online yesterday that was like the last time, because of course we've had, or Americans have had, um, abortion access for the past almost 50 years. So we are living in the most digitized time of the history of the world yeah. in a time where this isn't accessible. Yeah. So we are tracked all the time. Mm-hmm. And this is just going to create one other way that they're going to be able to, to track you. To track, yeah. So it's almost like we have to go back to 1995 and everything's paper and pen or that you have to send carrier pigeon to your girlfriend to, to, yeah. to get help. Like, or it, yeah. we're, it's just, a, it's almost unfathomable of how, yeah how we're here. Well, and you know, one thing I will say to you, just to make your lives a little bit easier, depending on the um, birth control that you might be on, there are ways to um, track your periods with uh, like a paper method. I know that I'm on the Nuva ring and it gives me stickers every month within all my packs that I can just put into a paper calendar to remind myself that it's time to take it out or put it in. Um, and a lot of birth control pills have that too. If you're on an IUD or, or a, a depo shot or something like that, then obviously just being diligent with tracking. But yeah, we would just recommend, even though it sounds crazy, stay off, like keep your shit personal. You cannot, you can't, you can't think that, that you aren't being Tracked. followed. It's really unfathomable. And speaking of birth control too, um, knowing that they're probably going to come after contraception next. Uh, some physicians in the States are encouraging women to get IUDs because then you know that you have five years of protection and that um, you're not going to be able, you may not be able to get access to birth control pills or things that you have to. So think like all, I mean, 
I know. It is all just so, it's like we're living in some sort of dystopian novel that this is even being discussed, that like in order to like having to go get an IED, which is not a great experience experience anyway. Like we can have that whole discussion that getting and taking out of an IED is not pleasant. But if you have to do that, if you think that your, your access to birth control pills or whatever form of contraception you're on now, maybe, um, taken yeah. that you've got to think of more of a long-term strategy. I'm just going to rant for a second. Where the fuck are the mandatory vasectomies? Preach sister. And also where's the male birth control? Mm-hmm. One thing that I would also encourage every woman to do if she's able, because I realize not everybody's in a healthy relationship, but if you're able to ask your partner to step up to the plate, let's go ladies. Let's get these men to step up to the plate. At the very least. I would, I mean, at the very least, I would even like to see men publicly stating their support of yeah. women and that this is a, a terrible time for women. I mean, I would say in the in the amount of social posts that I've been uh, like on my timelines for the past two days, it is probably 10 to one right yeah. now, women to men speaking out on this. Men, where are you? Now, I don't know how many of you are listening to this podcast, so that's fine. <laughs> but where, yeah, where the heck, are you? Where are you? Where are you? Where are you with not like, and I don't like this men that are married and think, oh, it's my wife. This doesn't look, we're married. It does like you have sisters or Still friends and she you. has friends. Or a this, daughter. A daughter. Think about your daughters this if you have them. Think about your applies. sons. Yeah. And how are you raising your sons? Yeah. This isn't, you know, this is horrible, like absolutely horrific. But it's also an opportunity to educate our kids on what is happening and what they need to do moving forward. Yeah. And it's an edu- it's a t- it's an opportunity for us to educate our our young men on on the need to stand up for women and the need to step up. Yeah. 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 I'm 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 tired of this being a woman's issue. I mean, obviously we're the ones that, that are being targeted. I mean, there's no doubt. But um Let's like ladies, like let's get on that. We, yeah, we are we are the largest like voting block. I mean, you're, ever we are more than half the population in yeah. both Canada and the states. Yeah, start voting. Yeah, I'm tired of of women saying that they vote the way their husband votes or the way their dad. That's yeah. bullshit, ladies. It is 2022. Get your shit together. Start research. being educated about yeah. your bo- your own body. It is amazing to me how many women don't even understand how their body works. Yeah. Um, stand up for yourself, start voting, getting involved in like the process, getting involved in your own healthcare, like, and, and standing up. And this means for everyone, like, this isn't about like, like white, cis, heterosexual women. This is everyone. Yeah. And this is going to most adversely affect black women, women of color. I mean, like for Christ's sake in Canada, we've been, We've been sterilizing indigenous women against their will for freaking decades. And that's still happening. Like, let's not pretend that like we're living in some sort of great utopia here in this country either, because no. we treat people like shit here. Absolutely. Not to mention the amount of clinics in Alberta, two in Calgary, one in Edmonton. Yeah, that's it. Are you fucking kidding me? And so our Dakota and I's um, stance and our stepping up is not only just American women helping, but if you live in a small town in Alberta and you and you need help, if you yeah. need a ride, if you need access to get to the city to get help, 
yeah. we will help you as well. And I think every woman of privilege needs to step up to that and realize that, yeah, we may live in Calgary yeah. and it's no problem for us, but not everyone does. And if you live in a small town in Northern Alberta or you're like in like batshit wherever Alberta, like even where I grew up, <laughs> yeah. it's like, and you need help. Here it is. We are here to help. And yeah, every we'll woman for sure. needs to be offering that same pledge to every person. Because that's the thing. Yes, it's legal and access and, and legal and, and free in Canada across the board. But accessibility is an issue. If you live in a smaller province, and I know provinces on the East Coast um, have accessibility issues. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't even know if there is an abortion clinic in New Brunswick or whatever, mm-hmm. or or like well even Alberta with three like that's ridiculous like not even the other major not even the other cities of Lethbridge Red Deer Grand Prairie have them like that's unbelievable yeah, you have to drive seven hours so yeah we need to step up and uh help women here too yeah absolutely and we and more than ever we need to band together yeah like more than ever and we protest need to, we need seen. to get this shit be loud changed like, there's yeah. no more of this like sitting back and and no. watching no no. Be loud. And you know what, for anybody who's listening, sorry to be harsh, but for anybody who's listening to this and disagrees with me or is pro or is, is yeah, like, and is like, well, screw you guys. You're wrong. Like, don't follow us. Don't anymore. follow. Yeah. I'm tired no. of that too. I'm not arguing with people anymore. No, I'm not arguing about my own body and my own rights with people who will never yeah. care. Or and understand. if you're going to sit back and not do anything about it, or you're a male who listens to this podcast and, and you, you're just like, Oh, it's not that big of a deal. Quit following us. And and to those men who think that this isn't a big deal, it's like, do you know how much child support is? Yeah. You want to start thinking about that? That's 15, 20% yeah. of your salary for the next 18 to 20 years of your life for a baby that you didn't want? Totally. And so I got I to be honest. Get them in the too. pocketbook, people. Yeah. I One um, post on social yesterday that really stood out to me was no sex with men until our V Wade is overturned or, or is um, reinstated. Sorry. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, but do you like, know, but men never seem to take no very well, do they? Yeah. So I don't really know how that's like, gonna work out well for Yeah, anyone. like, but it just really hit me in so many yeah. ways. Yeah, maybe it's just we'd stop having sex with people. In the sense that, like, yeah, like anyway. And the other thing is too, I mean, also um corporately, um, I know there's a lot of corporations in the states that have come out and said that they will fund um, any employee that needs to, if they're working in a red state that needs to, um, get to another state for an abortion, like Apple and Google and Disney and all these big corporations. But the ones that are outwardly funding, like anti-gay, anti-women. Yeah. Stop. Stop shopping there. Yes. Like, I'm sorry to my American friends, but why the hell are you shopping at Hobby Lobby or going Hobby Lobby is like the equivalent of like a michael's or like a home sense it's kind of like a they're funding they're totally their 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 employees um they contraception is not covered under their employee benefits um so if you work there you can't get your birth control covered because they're like religious so it's like shit like that like get educated on where you're actually spending your money because there's nothing corporations hate more than people actually using their money to yeah uh, against them so absolutely start getting educated on that too. Absolutely. Sorry. That was my, own. Oh no, that, that was good. That's good. Um, well, is it, it was a sad weekend for women and, uh, yeah, the fight just starts people. The other thing I just want to point out and say that if anybody just needs to talk, uh, whether it's just because you're friggin' sad 
and devastated that the world is a giant dumpster fire right now, feel free to reach out to Alyssa and I if you need to talk about where to get access or if you are pregnant and you don't know what to do moving forward. Um, obviously, we're not experts. We're not doctors. We're not counselors. But we are here to lend an ear to you and to provide you with resources if necessary. Um, so just sending all the love and hugs to everybody who's been affected by this and letting you know that we are here for you. Always. Let's go, ladies. Let's go, girls. Let's go, girls. I just got back from Tennessee. <laughs> it's all Shania all the time. <laughs> it is. Anyway feel horrible for all the beautiful women that I met in Tennessee as well. So just a shit show. Anyway, have a great rest of your day, guys. We'll uh, talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Ladies Who Launch. Join Dakota and Alyssa every second Wednesday for more conversations and interesting guests. Be sure to give us a five-star rating and connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. If you send us a question, we may answer it on a future episode. 